Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, esteemed listeners of Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We welcome you to this program, the interview segment with Haji Abu Bakr Rabat on a Thursday, as you know. So let's welcome Haji Sahab. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you, Mona Zaid, and the esteemed listeners of Mark Sahaba. Hope you are all in good spirit. May Allah Ta'ala keep you with Iman and take you with Iman from this world, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmadu wa nasalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. Let us correct our intention that we are listening to the programs solely and only for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and with the full hope of gaining a thousand rakats of nafal salah. May Allah Ta'ala first give me the tawfiq to make amal and the rest of you and bless you all. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Haji uh, considering the situation in Gaza, what's happening? What does Haji have to tell us about Gaza? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, it's about two years before COVID. Uh, Allah Ta'ala blessed us to go to Palestine. Hmm. And the tickets were very cheap. We, they were on special on Rwanda Airlines. There were 4,500 till, uh, till Israel and back. The first experience we had when we came to the airport, because me and Appa were both over 50, so we got our our card immediately. Mm. And my daughter, they made us sit one side. So we sat for a few minutes, for about 15, 20 minutes, and they called her in. Mm. So we went with her. So... The person charged said, no, we don't need you. We said, no, we're the guardians, our parents. Mm. We're coming with her. So the interview started. First, why did you come alone? She said, no, I came with my parents. They had all the information, the history about her, that where she lives, how many children she got, her husband's name, mm. the address of her, of her dwelling. So... So they asked her one question, why didn't you come with your husband? Mm. So she said, no, I came uh, with my parents because I wanted to see how you treat us. Mm. So, <laughs> so, so immediately took a back step. He says, no, no, if you come with your children, see, I'm putting it on the computer. They must not harass you mm. and your children. Yeah. But, uh, that uh, little compassion they have, if you come with children, mm. they don't harass you. They, they give you the visas immediately. Mm. So, so if you go with, uh, I'm just thinking, if you go, <laughs> these many, many incidents are taking place like this where husbands are getting married in secrecy. Uh, so if you go there with the first wife, you'll probably get caught. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they caught all the information. <laughs> yeah, they might ask for the Nikah certificate. <laughs> yeah, then you'd, so it's safe then to you, take it you'd rather stay there than go home. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... Then a young Turkish girl came. They also pulled her off one side. And she was very uh, traumatized. And she brought some first season cherries with her. Mm. So she gave us the whole package. She said, enjoy it. And uh, I told her, don't, don't stress. Just read uh, Hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil. Ni'mal mawla wa ni'mal nasir. Allah is sufficient. And alhamdulillah, she also got through. We also went. And uh, I had uh, shingles. Mm. So... The medication was so strong, but Allah's lak lak shukar, I can't thank Allah enough. I had no pain. Mm. 
whatsoever mm. with the shingles. It's only the one eyelid dropped on the left-hand side. So two days we were out of the compound in the hotel. Because of the, the medication, I couldn't go out. But the second day, I, I took uh, courage. I said, no, I'm here. Let me go. Sure. So Alhamdulillah, I met the elderly person at the uh, outside. So he told me, come, Haji, I'll take you till the inside. So then I didn't want to come back too late because I didn't know the directions. Because one eye was closed, so I was just one eye all over the show. Mm. So I came out onto the main road. And I was even more worried because I didn't take a card with yeah. the hotel's name. Mm. But Allah's merciful in his, the card, uh, the door card, uh, the key to the door had the hotel name. Mm. So I met a brother, I just showed him the card. He said, no, come, it's not far. So he took me right to the hotel. And my daughter's quite effective with this. She bought the SIM card there. Mm. And she and the wife were on, on tour already. So the second day, we we came into Hashemi Hotel. And Alhamdulillah, from then, it was uh, the eye also improved. Mm. And uh, we started going. We used to sit from Asar Tal Isha. Chee. And uh, one man from Gaza met me. What a polite man. He was so happy that I'm from South Africa. Mm. He says, please, you must come over and over. And the atrocity, the police were giving the locals, harassing them, pushing them, and even in the masjid area. But they saw we were foreigners, so they didn't, Allah shukar, till the last day, they never troubled us. But uh, you hear so many stories of the people being harassed at the airport. Mm. And there was one couple from South Africa that fought with the Israeli soldiers and they were put in immediately on the next flight back to South Africa. Mm. So this is where Allah test, uh, where your patients are tested. You have to be cool, calm and collective. But this gives us a lesson at today's happenings in Gaza mm. that they are patient, yes. they are tolerant mm. and there's so many good incidents that, that are happening. A friend of mine who does business on TikTok, he tells me every day between 20 and 30, the first lot that he goes through, all buying Quran mm. and asking questions on the comments. Is there anybody who's learned can explain this to us, what it mm. means? And so many have said since they bought the Quran, they've never experienced Allah. contentment of heart. Mm. In any other religion, some yeah. were atheists also, mm. but buying the Quran now they realized mm. the same example is nine eleven when those bombs uh, when those planes hit into the building, five thousand people died. Mm. So once I was on a trip with Molana Ibrahim Memon from Canada, we were going from uh, Lens to Durban for the pro uh, for Islamistima. So I asked him Molana, how was the effect of nine eleven? He says unreal. So the FBI came to the madrasa in Buffalo, where the madrasa is. So they checked everything. Mm. They, they were terrorists or training groups. Gee. So when they finished, Mora said, uh, man, uh, if you can just give me one answer. Mm. How many passports did you find? They said three Pakistani passports. Mm. She so said, I want to know, was those pa passports fireproof? Mm. You only found, you couldn't find the black box. Mm. But you found three passports, and plus three Pakistani passports. Yeah. So immediately they were red-faced. Mm. 
to say, please, after the investigation, if you could do me a favor, here's my uh, email address. Just show me that these passports. They say, no, 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 that's for the investigating officer. Mm. But they realize that everybody is not fooled by mm. their, whatever they investigated. Yeah. This is the system. But so many converted to Islam after 9-11 that mm. started reading the Quran and scriptures of Islam. Mm. So Allah Ta'ala works in mysterious ways. Mm. We must never be despondent of the mercy of Allah subhanahu mm. wa ta'ala. Like our late Shaykh Rahmatullah always used to say, that have full faith in Allah. Mm. Allah knows in his system why what he's doing and why he's doing. Mm. And yesterday I read a report that Gaza is full of treasures. So much oil in trillions, so much gas. Mm. So all these Western countries, when they attack a, a Muslim country, they don't do it for nothing. There's a reason. Mm. And now they realize that how much treasures are here, so they're coming for it. But on the other side, they're also getting hiding. Mm. They're getting good hiding. So Allah is working that system. Mm. And inshallah, we, uh, we all hope and pray that inshallah Israel will be no more. Mm. Inshallah. Inshallah. So Mona mm. read the incident. So they'll be leaving inshallah. Mm. So our work is to make dua continuously, give out sadaqah on their behalf, that Allah Ta'ala uh, ease their pain mm. and whatever. But inshallah victory is near. Victory and that's, is near. that's what we need, encouragement, because... Yeah. We tend to lose hope no. and because I think it's also our Iman is so low. Yeah. But the Iman, you hear the children saying, you know what, we put our full trust in Allah. No, and uh, just the point that the world is seeing how these people are just staying firm. I mean, they could have went, that's ideally what they want. They want them to just go walk, let it be a walk away and they take over the after. But they don't want to walk away. They staying holding firm like pillars. Yeah, no, alhamdulillah. And, and uh, on our return, we stopped at three roadblocks. There were three uh, Israelis with us. They only interrogated us. Hmm. So I don't. Uh, just a slip of my tongue. They asked me, "Where did you stay?" I said, "The Palestinian hotel." Hmm. This guy was red and blue in his face, <laughs> like the flag, <laughs> white. <laughs> So anyway, they, they got a scanning system. Hmm. They asked me, where's your bags? I said, there's three. And I saw on the scanning system, they see each an article in your bag. And the three Israeli bags that were there, they didn't scan at all. Hmm. Because the Israelis were there, so they didn't interrogate us too much. And we left. So we came to the custom, hmm. put everything in the tray, put everything, and we walked away. Hmm. And I didn't realize they stole my wallet. After an hour, they announced, because we were quite early at the airport, that please come. When they, they were rude to me, they said, no, we didn't call you. Mm. I said, no, I heard it three times on the system. That's why I came. Mm. So not realizing that my wallet is stolen mm. by the lady at customs. So anyway, we came back. When we came to OR, I had to give some information and I'm looking for the wallet. So I realized that they stole the wallet. Mm. So I made shukar to Allah that after every trip, if you go through difficulty, your trip is accepted. Mm. So all my cards were in there, but hey. Allah shukar, there was no money inside. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> the driver's license and all that. 
Yeah, and that's the the main thing when you lose your yeah. you're more worried about because you don't carry. That's yeah. why I say when a, a beggar comes, yeah. most of the time you're not lying yeah. because you shouldn't lie, and we are not lying because we don't have cash. We, everything is you paying with card. But you see our seniors, Mufti Sap also mm-hmm. makes a, makes it a point. He treats charity, and this is a lesson we can learn. Like in any bada, he makes sure Suleiman gets the coins, mm-hmm. and wherever he goes, he's giving out you know those money, those okay. old money bags, and making sure. Like and this is the way to earn the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Alhamdulillah. So we're so happy. So now I was worried because that time there's driver's license, no issue, nothing. Mm. So one friend of mine phoned me and says, I heard your driver's license stolen. Come. Mm. So it took three of us. And Alhamdulillah, quick, quick, we got done. Mm. And the bank said that wasn't an issue. So they issued the card straight away. Gee. And the smart cards and all that. But the inconvenience caused, so you make shukar to Allah. Mm. That at least my trip is accepted. There was part of difficulty that came with it. Mm. So every time our late Hazrat Rahmatullahi always used to say, whenever the, uh, you work, do the work of deen and difficulty come, you must make the shukr of Allah. Mm. That was our kabirin. Mm. And they even said that time of death, even when sickness comes, mm. Allah Ta'ala cleanses you yeah. to, to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. So, and... Uh, Alhamdulillah, this week somebody sent me dua, salamun ala qawlum rabbi rahim, that uh, the effect of, of, the, of this dua. So, Alhamdulillah, I sent it to quite a few people. Salamun ala nuhin fil alamin, sorry. That uh, this dua is very effective for security in the house. This person phoned me and said, every second day the car is in for service. The mechanic fixes it about nine times. Mm. Said so at home also, we don't have peace and tranquility. So, Alhamdulillah, when this dua came, I sent it to them. Gee. And after a day or two, they phoned and said, Alhamdulillah, we're feeling so well. So, to, the, uh, to those listeners who ever wanted. And regarding our late Sheikh, a grand Sheikh, as a Sheikh Zakaria Rahmatullah mm. also one uh, alim gave us this amal. He said, for 50 years I've been practicing this Amal. Mm. And he once went to Pakistan, mm. uh, to India. But he went to Pakistan also. So the the guy at customs saw that he had a Pakistani uh, stamp on it. Mm. So he told him that, no, you have to, uh, you can't enter the country because you went to Pakistan. So he said, he kept, kept on reading this dua. And the custom guy went to the, the head of mm. the custom. So he told him, no, let him in. So he came, he stamped his passport, he said, yes, you can go in. He was going to make ziyarat of all the only mm. Allah. So this is, we've got the weapon, let us use it. So whoever wants this dua also. Mm. And he cut it off, there were quite uh, about five tavises, and he mm. keeps it in his wallet. He said, alhamdulillah, Allah make my hifazat wherever mm. I go. And uh, I have full yakin in this. So regarding as a Sheikh Zakaria Rahmatullah was uh, a very great muhaddith, a, a Sheikh, and wrote quite a fazail amal fazail sadaqat So once in a dream, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him, tell the people to dress, address you as Kutubul Aktab. Hmm. That is, you are the leader of the Abdals. So uh, 
as a Sheikh Ramatullah was a very shy person. So he told him, Bislawslam, must I tell the people? Bislawslam said, I'm instructing you to tell the people. <laughs> and all your kitabs now must have address you as Kutubul Aktab, the leader of the Abdals. Allah. So this is the lofty stages mm. when you become the friend of Allah. And he, he was promoting the dhikr all the time and Durud Sharif. Mm. And what stages Allah brought him to, to, to such stages that we mentioned the, the time of death also, or when he was making tawaf, when Malik al came to him and asked him, where do you want to pass away? So he said, that speciality is only for the Anbiya salam, not for ordinary human. He said, no, Allah sent me to ask you and give you three options, Medina, Munawara, Makkah, or Saharanpur. Hmm. So he said, ask Allah, if he's please, let it be Medina, Munawara. And he told Malik al please don't take long. And it's only after 13 years did Malik al come and take his soul. So all these incidents said on air is lessons for us to learn that how can we come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and mm. get his love. Inshallah, we'll just continue with remembrance of death. That... Yeah. Uh, we do preparation every day. Recite mm-hmm. twenty-five times Allahumma barikli fil maut, or fima baad al maut. After removing the fine clothing from your body, they will wrap you up in a cloth of kafan. They will leave you alone in the depth of the earth, and they will conceal you from being seen. Soon will they, that was, he was a very good father. Others will say he was a very good friend. Some will say, may Allah forgive him. Others will say, he lived a very good life in this world. And after saying all this, after all the love service, they won't even know who departed. All the attention will be directed in fighting for the distribution of the estate. And this is so true. Today you hear estates for 40, 50 years haven't been settled. May Allah Ta'ala make it easy for the Ummah and bring us close to his love and marifat and recognition and make it easy f- for us. Some incidents of our late Sheikh Rahmatullah One person desired to become payat to Hazrat's father, Sheikh Abba as we call him. When someone requested Sheikh Abba Rahmatullah he wanted to become payat to him. Sheikh Abba told him to become payat with Sheikh Ibrahim Rahmatullah the person insisted that he wanted to become sh- payat to Sheikh Abba, a murid. Sheikh Abba told him that he has passed all his nisbat to Sheikh Ibrahim Rahmatullah and he should become payat to him. So this incident, some friend of mine also told me about and immediately phoned Hazrat Mona Ibrahim Rahmatullah to tell him that this murid is coming to you, make him payat. So jokingly, he asked him, he said, now why don't you? He said, I only make people pay it to the Qur'an. That is my work. And tasawwuf, tariqat, to come closer to the love of Allah, that is Sheikh Ibrahim Rahmatullah's work. One person writes, when I became bayat with Sheikh, requested that I attend the Tuesday and Saturday majlis. I told Sheikh Rahmatullah, I cannot make it on Saturday as I was at soccer. Sheikh told him, no problem, come when you get time. Within six months, all the love of sport left me and I became regular with all the programs. Mm. And how that's so apt now, I mean, because 
everything is now you just put a Palestinian flag. Yeah. We'll just have a, let's have a tennis. Yeah. We'll just put a Palestinian flag. One person said he's going to walk 750 kilometers. Every kilometer you must give 1,000 rand. <laughs> so yeah. all this futility and then you just put a Palestinian flag. Let's have a bride tonight. Yeah. Let's put a Palestinian flag. <laughs> yeah, let's sell burgers and bride forks and rolls. So we're, de- we're defeating the purpose of it. Mm. And uh, see them, it's street corner, free, mm. free, Palestine, free, free. Mm. They're just embedded in the children also. Mm. So and then uh, we were sitting with, so they said, why don't you let the children make dua? It's so effective. Mm. So the person very cutely said, told the child, don't say free, free, say Allah, free the pe- people of Palestine. Mm. Yes. <laughs> mm. Put Allah in them first. Gee. Well, I think it was last week, Ajisap also said, or the previous week, that uh, we made the announcement that you are going to the masjid to stay for the weekend or for a day or two. And this is how we solve problems. Why not? Let's walk. Alhamdulillah, now Maghrib time, you're seeing faces you've never seen before in the masjid. It is improving. So we should create this awareness, encourage one another and stay in the masjid. I mean... When we think about it, in Gaza, if a person wants to learn Quran now, it's where is he going to access, is there a place to do it, can he do it? So we should be equipping ourselves. And like Ajisab said, go to the masjid, stay in the masjid if you can, as youngsters, make it abad. And this is, you go to the house of mercy, the doors of mercy, and Allah will bring down the mercy, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah we'll make a short dua for the people of Gaza and the Ummah. At large, Allah forgive the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah guide the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah have mercy on the Ummah of Muhammad Ameen. sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah, our Palestinian brothers and all, wherever they are being oppressed and been oppressed in such a way and been killed in such a way, Allah elevate their elevate their stages in the Akhirat and bring them closer to your marifat and your recognition. Allah, those that are injured, give them complete shifa, kamila, ajila, daima. Allah, you are in control. We have full faith in you. You know what to do. We are only asking and pleading to you that have mercy on the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And Allah, let them die with Iman and be raised with Iman. That is most important. If we leave this world without Iman, we are unsuccessful in Kabar, Akhirat, so Allah, please let every ummati pass away with iman, with the shahada on his tongue. Oh Allah, you know the needs of the ummah. Fulfill every need of each person. Those that are going through witchcraft uh, and difficulties, Allah, remove and elevate their stages for every difficulty they go through. Oh Allah, you are most merciful, you are most kind. We have full faith in that, Allah. Oh Allah, accept the noble work of the, the presenters here at Merkaz Sahaba and give barakah in Mufti Sahab's life and make it easy for them and so many people are accepting Islam guide them and bring Amen. them closer to your to your recognition Allah Allah accept all the du'as of all those through the barakah of Quran being recited Durood Sharif and all the zikr askars accepted from Adam salam to the last person on earth have mercy on them, Ya Allah. Those that are in the kabar, that are in punishment, Ya Allah, remove the punishment Amen. and make it easy for them and make it a place of Jannah for them. 
اللهم اني اسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وانت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته we say jazakum Allah khairan to haji sahab and to you all listeners wherever you may be in the world we request to us remember to make dua supplicate for the people of Gaza continuously and inshallah it conditions will get better inshallah Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jamaah